Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815, Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak, so happy to be here alongside Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. We have a great show lined up today. And Philip, even though my team's not in it, your team's not in it, the big game is still happening and we're still going to have to talk about it, I guess. <laughs> I guess. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> right? I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I've never really been a big Super Bowl fan, no matter what. I mean, I mean, I think maybe when I was a kid, I was, but sure. uh, yeah, in today's world, it's a, it's a time for social gathering, though. I don't know with COVID. I mean, right? It's a how much different. social gathering there'll be, but but still, it's it's a time to to get together, watch the game, really watch the commercials, right? There you go. Well, and you know, here's the thing: this weekend, not only is it the Super Bowl, uh, we also still have the Olympics going on, and then Valentine's Day. So th- there's something for everybody. I mean, Isn't there's something crazy? for everybody all happening. I mean, <laughs> I mean to, to book the Super Bowl and the Olympics. I mean, who 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 made that schedule? I know, I know, because. <laughs> I'll tell you, if I had to pick between one or the other, I love the Olympics. I cannot stop watching any of it. I am just astounded by what these people can do. Um, and, and I know there's a lot of politics at play with the location of the Olympics and everything, but but still, wow, when you watch what some of these people can do, I am amazed by all of it, and I continue to be. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk a little bit about um, some of the things. Oh, there's just a lot of um, comparisons and analogies when we talk about uh, sporting events like the Super Bowl, for example, um, that that I think makes makes it make sense for us to talk about it here on a financial show. And we're talking about this, you know, right right before the game. And that's the fun part about being a fan, right? We we don't really have to think a whole lot about it. We might plan out our menu. I know I, know I think about <laughs> what we're going to be fixing. But until I'm sitting there with my pizza and my remote, um, I, I'm not thinking a whole lot about what's going to be happening on the field until I turn on the game. That is not how the coaches and the players approach this at all for the the Super Bowl or any game. It is laughable to think about them taking that approach. And you think about that idea of preparedness, Philip, and I think there's an analogy there or a lesson there for our retirees who are listening because some of us kind of take that time for the party approach with retirement instead of the the planning and preparedness approach, right? Yeah, you know, you're, you're so right. I mean, you can run that analogy between retirement and sports, right? You got to be prepared when you go into that game. Well, retirement is the same thing, right? We have to be prepared. So the big question is why? Why do we see people that don't actually come into retirement prepared? Uh, and so I think that kind of begs the question of, of why that, that really kind of happens. And I think a lot of it is just it creeps by, right? I mean, they're, they're so busy thinking about, I'm going to retire, I'm going to retire, you know, hey, I, I know what day I have to go apply for my Social Security. Right. And and so I've got that on my calendar. And then before you know it, they haven't done anything else but maybe get their Social Security. Or if they get a pension, they they figure out how to apply for their pension. But outside of that, they, they don't think about anything else um, until the day comes or maybe the week after the day comes, right? Now, oh, right. now what do I do? And, and that's not everybody. Don't get me wrong. But there's a good portion of folks that, you know, they go into retirement really unprepared for what's going to happen to them. And we just want to be thinking ahead here when it comes to managing our savings. And, and I have another comparison here as we're talking a little bit about the, the big game. Sports Illustrated estimates 78% of NFL players face financial trouble within two years of leaving the game. There's a lot of mismanagement of the money that they have earned. Now, I am guessing with career earnings approaching 500 million 
Tom Brady probably will not be in financial trouble within yeah, two right. years. I, I would hope not. <laughs> I would you hope know, not. Depends on how many houses, how many boats, how many cars he buys. Right Holy now. moly. And I guess what other income sources he, he continues to generate. Because that's the other thing, too, with some of these athletes. They might retire from the game early, but then it depends on what they can do after that with endorsements and appearances or may, maybe being a commentator, being a coach. I mean, they, they do have some other options there. That's probably the difference between some of those guys and, and the everyday person who, who doesn't maybe have all of those opportunities at, at that age. But let's talk a little bit about the, that idea of managing your earnings, because we all have to make these decisions. When we get to the end of our career, we look at what we've made, and then we've got to figure out how to maintain our standard of living so we don't run into trouble within a couple of years of retiring. That's right. And let's face it, we all have heard the stories, the nightmare of athletes who have retired and before you know it, they're filing bankruptcy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why does that happen? Well, you know, you have a good part of it right there, right? Managing that, that those portfolios, managing what they have. Let's dive a little deeper here. Why? Let's, let's, let's point out some specific reasons, right? I, I think that we look at it and I think movie stars are kind of the same way, right? Anybody that's, that that's sits up on the pedestal sometimes, it's like, okay, you know, everybody expects something from them, right? They feel obligated to provide for their family and their friends. So, so that can be a, um, that can sink the ship right there, right? That, that puts a lot of holes in that boat as money goes out. You know, lack of awareness on, you know, how fast a career can end. You know, there's some guys in the NFL that, that they're two years and they're done. Mm-hmm. Not like Brady, who went, what, some 20 years, whatever right, it is, was. Right. I mean, that is the exception to the rule. Most guys are, uh, you know, less than five years in the pros, but yet they get that standard of living up there where their salary is. Yes. And it's not going to happen. It's just not going to work going in the long term. And so... You think about that and you, and you think about why did they fail? Well, they don't have any kind of planning going forward. They know what today is. They know what the, they, they live in today instead of what's going to happen when I don't have any income coming in. And that's why even for those guys, they need to have an income plan. They need to have some kind of plan in place that's going to get them all the way through retirement. Something that we preach a lot here at Saddler Financial. And folks, listen, that's why you need to start out with some kind of income plan a written retirement income plan. Hey, if you don't have one, it's simple. We just need to sit down and start that process. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. Having a little fun today talking about NFL players, some of the financial decisions that they make, and that idea of creating a game plan, which we know all teams, all athletes have before their sporting event. Um, and, and a lot of us head into something like retirement without what amounts to a game plan. And that, that can be some some real trouble here. I, I do want to talk for just a moment, Philip, about some of the NFL stars who have set good financial examples. Because we already shared the stat. Sports Illustrated estimates almost 80% of NFL players are in financial trouble within a couple years of leaving the game. But there are a few shining stars here. Get gold stars for their financial decisions. I know we have a short list here. I'll start with Marshawn Lynch, who made $56.8 million on the field, but he saved every dollar of his on-field salary. So he just lived off of his endorsements and his other deals. Sounds like a, a solid way to approach this and has a good head on his shoulders if he thought yeah, about that. Yeah, absolutely does. And you got people like Kirk Cousins, yes. who's known to drive a used minivan <laughs> that, you know, actually belonged to his grandparents, he didn't right? Didn't want to buy a new car. And, and get it. this now, he and his wife, to avoid rent, you know, they split the off season living in the basement of their parents' home. <laughs> and, and, you know, so That's hey, great. there's guys to do that. You know, a local guy here. Right in Tampa, you, you've got Brad Culpepper, mm-hmm. who who played for the Bucks, and he's done very well. He he became an attorney, and he's got a partner, and, and they've got a big law firm over in Tampa. So they, they've done really well. You've got the likes of Jordy Nelson, who who retired, you know, and and during nineteen he made fifty six million dollars. Hmm. 
And uh, they say that during the road trips, he'd just eat snacks that were provided by the NFL. And he'd keep his per diem money and, and, and you know, he'd just save, save it. it. So guys like that. Oh, I love it. Those are the guys we need to emulate. Yeah, making those almost silly sounding decisions, but really speaks to that notion of frugality and just just avoiding some of that flashy behavior. It's such a temptation for these young guys to buy big, expensive, fancy cars and all these things, but that's not necessarily going to last. Um, and some of them made the right decisions because they got family involved to help them manage some of these things, or they had someone that they they trusted who could help them make some of their financial decisions. Let's talk about that, that idea of having someone that we trust who can help us um, make some of those financial decisions and make some of those money management decisions. That's an important part of this also. That's a big part of it, right, is, is finding the right person who understands what it takes to be successful um, in whatever, retirement, in sports, um, and, and so that's the key is having somebody that can navigate for you through those situations and then knowing and trusting that that person really has your best interest at heart, not just because they have to, but because they're required to, right? You, you need to deal with somebody that has some fiduciary responsibility to you to do what's really in, in your best interest. You need somebody that focuses, especially in retirement, on that distribution phase, because it's not the same as while you're working and you're accumulating money. It's a whole different mindset, a different philosophy. It's a different trail you have to go down when we're talking about the distribution planning. Somebody that focuses on that retirement planning is a big deal. So you want to have some kind of written retirement income plan in place. You want transparency so you know what you're paying in fees. And like you said earlier, you want somebody that you can trust that is honest and is going to do what's really in your best interest. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. Philip, as we close out our first segment here, let's just talk about your process for helping people create that game plan for their retirement. Absolutely, Jen. You know, we've designed our core retirement design process in order to help people really and truly look at how much risk are they taking? What is their risk number? Organizing things like their goals and objectives that they want to accomplish. And then analyzing their current portfolio to make sure that the risk they're taking in their current portfolio truly matches up with the amount of risk they're willing to take. And, and make sure those two things are, are corresponding properly. And then finally, we're going to help you establish that really that risk optimized portfolio that matches up with your risk number and help you create that income plan to make sure that you don't run out of money before the end of your life because that's a big deal that's a big fear that a lot of folks have give us a call right now at 863-285-3815 to get started on your core retirement design again that number is 863-285-3815 this is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back. Time for today's trivia question. Who wrote nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes? Is it A, William Shakespeare, or B, Benjamin Franklin? The answer coming up in 60 seconds. Are you near retirement and facing a layoff? You may have some important decisions to make regarding your 401k. If you don't work there, should your money stay? This decision could be critical to your retirement. Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services have worked with many families with these types of decisions and understand your options. We can look at the options for your 401k that could save you on taxes down the road. Call Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services and schedule your complimentary 401k review at 863-285-3815. Philip and the team are ready to assist you no matter how, by phone, video, or with an in-person visit. Call Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Services team today for your 401k review. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. 
Who wrote nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes? Is it A, William Shakespeare, or B, Benjamin Franklin? The answer is B, Benjamin Franklin. Save yourself from overpaying in taxes in retirement by contacting Philip Statler and Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. Philip is the inaugural Highlander Award winner for Financial Representative of the Year. StatlerFinancial.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. And I got to tell you, you don't know what you don't know. And unfortunately, most of us don't know enough about Social Security. A third of pre-retirees failed a basic Social Security quiz. Almost 20% got a D on the quiz, meaning more than half of Americans age 55 to 65 don't understand the basics of Social Security and its rules. So it's it's not good news there, Philip. Of course, um, we have to point out that you don't work for Social Security, not affiliated with, endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Uh, like I said, you don't work for Social Security, but you know an awful lot about it. So you are a very good resource here <laughs> as we talk about uh, Social Security and how important it is to your overall retirement. Would, would you still describe that as the cornerstone of your retirement income? It is, Jen, especially now that more and more people have don't have a pension, right? Mm-hmm. So, so Social Security has become more and more of the cornerstone of folks' retirement. It, it's going to be there for you, you know, month in and month out. And so, however, I say it's a cornerstone, but it, it can't be the only thing you have, or you're not going to have a very enjoyable retirement. You need more than just Social Security to help to help get you through those retirement years, Jen. Right. So what might be the biggest misconception people have about Social Security? I think the biggest one that I see is I need to take it at 62 because they're going to run out of money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, and I think, hey, if they're going to run out of money, just because you're getting at 62 doesn't mean you're going to keep getting it. Right. If that's if that's your reasoning. Um, and, and so we want to make sure that folks are are utilizing Social Security to the best extent possible. Um, and, and that becomes a, a big thing is a lot of people think that, um, you know, that they can't get it at 62. They have to wait longer. A lot of people still think that 65 is a year that they get full retirement. And it's not anymore. Um, depending upon when you were born, it's somewhere between 66 and 67. So those are some of the misconceptions that I hear um, about Social Security. Right. And and we will get into a little bit more of that breakdown about age. Um, but just important that we understand that there there's just a lot that we don't know about Social Security. We might not always realize all the all the different areas, for example, that it can have an impact. Let's talk about the potential impact of taxes on your Social Security benefits, for example. How do you help somebody uh, not only understand that, but potentially reduce their taxes on their Social Security benefits? So let me back up. That that may be the absolute biggest misconception. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I kind of forgot about that when I was thinking about that, but. but taxes, everybody thinks that their Social Security is tax-free, and uh, nothing could be further from the truth. Wow, yeah. It, uh, it is tax-free for some people. If that is their sole source of income in retirement, it's tax-free. No, no two ways about it. Okay. However, if you have any other income, then there's a formula to determine how much of your Social Security ends up being taxable. Um, and, and that's a big deal. I mean, we have to look at it when we think about Roth conversions, right? Because that can affect how much of somebody's Social Security becomes taxable. And that's why sometimes the Roth conversion, if somebody's taking Social Security, doesn't make sense because it makes all 85% of their Social Security taxable and boosts them into a much higher uh, level of paying taxes, even though they may still be in the 12% tax bracket. Mm-hmm. Dollar-wise, they're paying a lot more on their on their income. 
So it's really important that people understand that it's a sliding scale. It's not a, oh, you know, I'm this age, I'm going to pay this amount on my Social Security. It's not. If by some reason you sell a piece of property, you have a big capital gain. Mm. Now, all of a sudden, that can affect your Social Security. It could be just that one sale could put 85% of your Social Security taxable. So that's where planning comes into effect when we start looking at Social Security and how much is going to be taxable. And, and that's really the other thing that we look at when we look at our financial income, our retirement income plans, is making sure that that we that we try and, and focus income so that we pay the least amount possible on our Social Security. And, and that brings me to this question to ask folks out there today, Jen, is do you have a written retirement income plan? Because 90% of the folks I sit down with, 95% of folks I sit with don't have one. And it's vitally important that you have that, that piece of planning in place when you get ready to retire. So if you don't have one, if you can't pull out a piece of paper and look at your retirement income and know exactly where it's going to come from every single year, please give us a call and let's help walk you through that process. 863-285-3815. Again, that's 863 285 3815. An income plan is so important to make sure you have the retirement you always dreamed of. Call us right now at 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. He just gave you the phone number. You can also find them on social media if you do a search for Statler Financial Services on Facebook. And you can check out the website statlerfinancial.com if you'd like to learn a little bit more there as well. It's a great resource. Again, statlerfinancial.com is where you can find them online. Uh, Philip, going back to this uh, social security quiz from Mass Mutual that I cited at the beginning that most people failed, I guess a third of pre-retirees failed it, 20% got a D, so that means more than half of us really struggle with this here. Um, Going back to this quiz, 75% of the respondents got the questions about spousal benefits wrong. So I think this is an area we should spend a little time on, maybe learn a little bit more about. For married couples, what do we need to know about how our, our benefits work in conjunction with each other? Well, I think that a lot of times uh, married couples and they're, they're looking at Social Security, many people think that if their spouse died, they would continue to receive both their Social Security mm-hmm. benefit and their spouse's deceased spouse's benefits. And that's just not correct. If your spouse had a larger benefit than you, then you could you'd start taking their benefit but yours would stop. So basically you get the higher of the two um, going forward. And and then also many people don't realize that survivor benefits and retirement benefits are are from two different pots of money. And and you might be able to claim one type of benefit first and then switch to the other larger benefit later in life. And Mm -hmm. and for younger folks um, that, that may not realize is that, um, you know, widow and widower benefits will pick up at actually an early age 60 if you if you needed to, if you were really yeah. strapped and, and needed some income, uh, you could actually uh, pick up a, a widow or widower's benefit at age 60, um, though it would be reduced at that point because right. you, you haven't hit full retirement age yet. But but still, there are things out there that you need to talk to somebody and before it happens so that you're prepared. Um, And that's one of the things we look at when we look at our income planning is, you know, we can look at any point in time and say, spouse one passes away in year 10. What does that do to our income? Mm -hmm. You know, spouse two passes away in year five. What's that going to do to our income? Those things are built into our scenarios so that folks know um, what their options are, what that might look like for them. And, uh, and going forward. So it's just an area I think people need to look at. And Social Security is such a big part of our income planning, right? Because what's it look like today? Remember way back when we had the three-legged stool. Mm-hmm. Social Security, right. pension, and then and yourself, your savings, you know, yep. what, you, what you were able to put away. 
And unfortunately, that has become pretty much a two-legged stool now where Social Security and you, and that's it. Hmm. And so one of the things that we talk about is you have to be able to build your own pension, right? That's an income plan, folks. That's having a written retirement income plan in place that's going to get you through retirement. So you know, hey, this year my money's come from this bucket. You know, in five years, my money's coming from that bucket. Do you know what bucket your money's going to come from when you get ready to retire? Or is your advisor just say, hey, we've got the income. It'll come from somewhere. That's Hmm. not good enough. Just not good enough. You need to have a written retirement income plan. And that's one of the things that we do here at Statler Financial. Give us a call and let us walk you through our financial x-ray, which then leads into a written retirement income plan. To get started, all you need to do is give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Now, is it for everybody? It is for everybody. Everybody needs to have one. But you need to have enough saved for it to benefit you. So we need to have at least $150,000 to put into that plan to find out how much income you'll be able to pull out in retirement. Again, that number is 863 285-3815. Talking with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And one more quick point here, Philip, as you talk a little bit about that income analysis, helping us figure out if we'll be okay. So many times we're getting caught up in the dollar amount that we've saved. Will I be okay? Have I saved enough? One of the things, part of your process is helping us learn about some of the strategies that we can implement. Those are actually more important than the actual dollar amount that we've saved. Rather than getting caught up in that big figure, learn about the strategies to get that monthly income is a big part of of how you approach this, right? Absolutely, Jim, because because so often I sit down with folks and, and we talk about their money. Where's it at? What's it doing for them? And they're always telling me, well, you know, I've got these mutual funds. I, I've got this uh, variable annuity or, or I have this stock portfolio, uh, but they don't have a plan and they don't have a strategy in place um, to develop their retirement income. And so that's where... I think having a uh, somebody that is independent, number one, that has a fiduciary responsibility to their clients is number two, mm-hmm. and that uses something other than just the stock market. Having a, a, a plan that uses all the tools that may be available to somebody is a huge deal. Having the right tools, and that's the thing, not everybody has the same, uh, has the same tools. As an independent advisor, we have all the tools we could possibly need. Nobody tells us you can't use that tool. No, no, you can't use that tool. Hmm. You have to use this tool. You know, that's the benefit of working with somebody that's independent and has a fiduciary responsibility to their clients to do what's in their best interest, not the company's best interest. Right. Give us, you know, I think that's the bottom line, Jim. Yeah, let me let me give that phone number one more time as we head to break. 863-285-3815. Talking today uh, about Social Security as an important part of your overall plan for retirement. Only 4% of retirees are claiming their Social Security at the most financially optimal time. That's according to a new study from United Income. That means 96% of us are getting it wrong. And you would be shocked to know just how much the average household is losing out on by claiming their benefits at the wrong time. We'll tell you about that after the break. Stay with us. If you have a retirement plan and would like a second opinion, call Statler Financial Services today, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. From the pitch, swung at a little too soon. Strike three, you're out. To the joke told at the wrong time to barely missing or connecting flight. This is the final boarding call for flight 109 to Chicago. Timing is everything. The same is true for your social security benefits. Take them too soon and you can leave a lot of money on the table. Take them too late and you might spend down too much of your savings. Everybody's situation can be different. 
But taking your Social Security benefits at the right time is important for your retirement success. Philip Statler at Statler Financial understands Social Security and can help you make decisions that are best for you and your retirement dreams. Call 863-285-3815 to start optimizing your benefits. With Social Security, timing is everything, so don't delay. Call Philip Statler at Statler Financial today. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here with Philip Statler. He's president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. Statlerfinancial.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more, and you can find them on social media. Just do a search for Statler Financial Services, and they'll pop right up on Facebook. Today, talking about the basics of Social Security. And I saw a report on CBS News. Uh, They reported about a new study from United Income saying that 96% of retirees are claiming their benefits at the wrong time. So you think about 96%, that's just about everybody, Philip. And when you don't take your benefits at the right time, you're walking away from a lot of money, tens of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. How much of an impact could that have? That is a, a huge, a huge impact. You know, I mean, I want to repeat that stat again, Jim, because that is incredible. 96% of retirees are taking Social Security at the wrong time. And, and so let me explain what that means in terms of, of dollars and cents. You know, so collectively, that, that, 94, that 96% is losing out on $3.4 trillion mm. of benefit. I don't know, Jim, but that's a lot of money to me. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's a big number. And so the average, if you average that out, that's $111,000 per household. Now, I don't know about you, but to me, $100,000, especially in retirement, is a significant amount of money. And I wouldn't want to accidentally miss out on a benefit like that. And that's why it's so important that, that people understand their options when it comes to picking up Social Security. And it's not like, Jen, you can just walk into the Social Security office and they lay it out for you. They'll say, this is your benefit right now. Or they may be able to tell you, here's your benefit at 65 or 67 or 70. Mm -hmm. But they can't tell you which is the best way for you to go. Right. And that's where having a pair of eyes look at it and run through the analysis to determine what is the best time for you to take your Social Security. And it can make such a big difference, Jen, in in folks' retirement life. Yeah, so it is a big deal to get your Social Security right. I'm like you, $100,000, $110,000, not something I want to be missing out on, Uh, certainly. What are some of the factors you should consider before deciding when to start claiming your benefits? Well, I think there's several things that I walk my clients through. And and the first thing is, is, you know, what's your health look like? Okay. How healthy are you? And what's the life expectancy of your family? How long did your mom and dad live? How, how long did your grandparents live? Um, now, is that is that a guarantee? No, it's no guarantee. But it gives us some indications, right? And we have to look at indications and we have to look at statistics and and, and statistically say this is the best route for you to go. And so that's one thing we look at. The other thing we look at is how healthy is your spouse? Because what people don't understand, and and I think this is a big thing that people miss out on, is your Social Security could be your spouse's death benefit. Mm -hmm. It may be what they have to live off of the rest of their life in in, in retirement. And so, so making the right choice doesn't only impact you and your wife as a family. It can affect your spouse down the road. And so, so that's why I think it's so important. So, so one, looking at that aspect of it. Two, the other factor is how much have you saved? How fast do I have to take Social Security because I, I need it? How long am I going to work? Am I willing to work a little bit longer to get a better Social Security benefit? These are all questions we have to ask and answer in order to come up with, you know, with really the right response. 
Um, and, and that's really the things we walk through when we talk about social security, because we'll look at different options of social security when we run our income analysis and start to develop our clients' retirement income plans. And that's looking at where is their social security? You know, what is it going to be at 62? What does that mean for them if they wait to 66? I mean, I had some folks I talked to the other day that you know, I had to be the bearer of bad news, right? You can't retire 62. It doesn't make financial sense. You've got good enough health. You're going to have to work to full retirement age to make it work. Mm, Not the answer they wanted, but it was the truth that they needed to hear. Folks, if you want somebody that's going to tell you the truth, not sugarcoat it, but help coach you into and through those areas of retirement, give us a call, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Listen, you need a written retirement income plan. If you don't have one and you've got at least $150,000 saved for retirement, pick up the phone, give us a call, 863-285-3815, or go to our website at statlerfinancial.com. There's a link to our schedule right there. Don't wait. Do it right now. Right. Talk about how this should fit into your overall income strategy for retirement. As I've I've said before, uh, probably a lot of times, Social Security now has become the, the major cornerstone for income planning. Because it's going to be the the constant thing when it comes to income. You you know it's going to be there month in and month out. You don't have to worry about it. And so it, it becomes, you know, that that leg of the of your retirement income plan. It is very important. And so it, it doesn't mean though that you haven't figured out the rest of it, right? You, you still need to figure out the rest of what retirement income is going to look like for you. Social Security is a big part of it, but it's not all of it. And and you need to know what the rest of it is, Jen, because because if you don't have that part figured out, you know, living off Social Security is not the way you want to retire. Right. What else do you need to think about to make sure your stream of income will last as long as you need it to those those other uh, retirement assets, the other things that you have other than Social Security? So we need to look at a couple of things. One is, is we need to take into consideration inflation. We need to take into consideration taxation. We want to map out that retirement income. Now here at Statler Financial, we believe firmly in the bucket approach. And so we have buckets that are designated for certain things. And that's part of the income plan. And if you don't have a written retirement income plan, if you don't know what I'm talking about, folks, I can't tell you how important it is that you sit down with an independent financial advisor that can guide you through that process. Give us a call, let us help you create your retirement income plan. 863-285-3815, that's 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back. Are you near retirement and facing a layoff? you may have some important decisions to make regarding your 401k. If you don't work there, should your money stay? This decision could be critical to your retirement. Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services have worked with many families with these types of decisions and understand your options. We can look at the options for your 401k that could save you on taxes down the road. Call Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services and schedule your complimentary 401k review at 863-285-3815. Philip and the team are ready to assist you no matter how, by phone, video, or with an in-person visit. Call Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Services team today for your 401k review. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside the president and CEO of Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. We are getting ready to start our trivia segment here in this part of the show. So uh, Philip's a little on edge right now, but I think he'll be all right because our topic this week is something 
that you are pretty darn familiar with, and that is taxes. So I think, yeah, I think yeah, you'll be you okay. know, we are pretty familiar with them. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, I'm still a little on edge because, you know, taxes can be a pretty, pretty big well, topic to cover. Yeah. And, and I am not going to lie. I am trying to be kind of tricky here um, to see if I can get you. So, of course you are. <laughs> so of course you are. that's how I roll. All right. I, I am ready with the, the buzzer and the bell um, because we'll let you know if you got it right or wrong. So are you ready to go through our trivia uh, questions uh, here? Uh, you know, I. I guess I am. I'm not real sure, but uh, let's shoot. Let's All see right. what uh, what Philip can get right here. All right. Well, some of these are, are kind of tricky, kind of obscure trivia to know. Um, first question. These are multiple choice. So I'll ask the question. I'll go through your possible answers, and then we'll see how you do. Our first question. When was the federal income tax created? Was it A, 1776, B, 1804, C, 1861, or D, 1913, the federal income tax? So, you know, Jen, you, you got to eliminate things first, right? Yes. So, 1776, I, I know. You're right. <laughs> that, was a, that was a declaration of independence. That's, they didn't that's start a, with it. That All was, right. That's, it didn't start with income tax. That I know. Um, I got to tell you, uh, the, uh, the two of them, I, I don't have a clue, but, but I do remember that 1913, was when income tax started to be applied in the United States. All right, 1913. Well, I'm going to pick D. I'm going to pick D, 1913. Final answer? Yep, that's my final. I mean, I got a copy of the old tax return right there, 1913 <laughs> return. All right, that is your final answer. Well, technicality. No, how can I Technicality. All right, I'll, I'll walk you through it. The technical, I, I, I could give you the bell also because you, you did know a lot, but I wanted to give you the buzzer because, I'm sure you did. <laughs> because 1861 was when President Lincoln signed the Revenue Act of 1861. That imposed the first ever federal income tax to generate funds to cover the Civil War. They repealed it, but then they brought it back in 1913, establishing the federal income tax system we know today. So on a technicality, I give you the buzzer, although you knew a lot of the history there. Maybe okay. I should have been nice. I should have given you the bell, but I didn't. Well, I'm sure everybody out there was excited <laughs> that you actually got to give me the buzzer. That's right. So, yeah. All right. We'll see how you do on the next one. Okay. So now thinking back to when that tax system was put into place, what was the first tax deadline when the modern federal income tax was established? So our first tax day was A, January 1st, B, February 14th, C, March 1st, or D, April 1st? What was the original deadline for filing those taxes back in 1913? Well, January 1st would be too soon, right? That'd be too mean. Right <laughs> I don't know if they had Valentine's Day back then, but who would want to <laughs> file your taxes on Valentine's Day? Um, you know, none of them are like the 15th of anything. No. So um, no. I'm going to say... I know they keep extending it, so I'm going to say March 1st. C, C, March, C 1st. March 1st. Final answer? That, yep, that's my final answer. All right. That was the original deadline. Um, but then by 1919, things were getting too complicated, so they pushed it back to March 15th, and it stayed March 15th until 1955, and that's when they decided to give us until April to get the paperwork done. So, little history. Okay. On the filing deadlines. And of course, um, well, I've got one more on, on tax preparation. So let's go ahead and uh, oh, gotcha. let's go ahead and do one more here. Um, this is just true or false. So you've got a pretty good shot here. True or false, the job of tax preparer is female dominated. What do you think of that? Interesting. Yeah, I think there's probably more female accountants. Uh-huh. Probably because it came from kind of the bookkeeping aspect of things, maybe. Um, so I'm going to say that most likely that, um, females dominate that, that industry. All right. So true is your final answer. Yep. True is my final answer. All right. You got it. Oh, there. 65% of all tax preparers are women. The average age for tax preparer is 47 years old, and the majority are in New York and Chicago. That's, now, where that's all interesting. the tax preparers are. 
but it's good to talk about some of these things because we've been talking a little bit about tax preparation, tax filing deadline, um, and, and those are it's, good things to know. But because they're coming up. They're coming up exactly. Here quick, but know? but one of the things that that we talk about a lot on this show is there's a difference between tax preparation and getting your taxes filed and getting all that taken care of, and what we talk about in terms of tax planning and being proactive and thinking about that in the future. Right. Oh, that's so true. You know, I I know most folks out there know that my background is in that whole industry of of accounting and tax, and so. Um, I, you know, I, I just know that this time of year, when it comes to tax preparation season, the, you know, the accountants out there are, are working their tails off getting tax returns done, which means we're historians, right? We're taking stuff that people did last year and we're putting it on the returns so they don't get in trouble. You know, even in all the years I've done this, which is um, just so you know, is over 30. <laughs> um, the likelihood of actually doing planning other than preparation is is a pretty minor. You know, we don't get much opportunity to do planning. And, I, I, and sometimes I don't know why that occurs, but there should be more planning done when it comes to taxes. Right. And so talk a little bit about if we haven't thought through that, um, or, or maybe that's not something that the person who's been helping us with our finances, if they haven't talked a little bit about tax planning versus tax preparation, let's just talk real quickly about how we can get a second opinion from somebody like you. Give us a call. I mean, because we do understand the tax system and we understand how taxes can erode your retirement. So give us a call at 863-285-3815 and let's walk through our core retirement design where we'll help you understand what things are going to eat away at your retirement assets. Again, that's 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services and he's in the hot seat right now. We are going through our taxes trivia segment. Um, he's doing pretty well on him so far, though. Our next one is another true or false question. And I think this one could be eye-opening for a lot of people. True or false, Philip, as we talk today about taxes, your Social Security benefits are the only source of income guaranteed to be tax-free. Is that true or false? I'm going to tell you, Jen, there's a lot of people out there that believe that. Mm-hmm. But I know. Because I've had enough conversations that that statement is 100% false. And that is your final answer. That's my final answer. You got it. I didn't. That I didn't one even, I know because, you know. You I didn't know even need folks, the bell to verify. No, yeah. People can have to pay up to 85% of their Social Security can end up being taxable. And they, they just don't understand that at all. But right. it all is a factor of how much income you have coming in outside of your Social Security. And there's a funky formula that you have to use to come up with what that number is. But, you know, somewhere between zero and 85 percent of your Social Security can end up being taxable. So important to know when it comes to how you are budgeting and, and assuming what your benefits will be and what you can spend. Um, and, and also, it, it's just one of those factors that we just don't want to overlook when we're planning for retirement. That's right. Absolutely. All right. Uh, next one. Um, this is another one on income taxes. Kind of an interesting one here. Which state offers an exemption for income taxes for people age 100 or over? <laughs> so you turn 100 and then you finally don't have to pay income taxes Yeah, there's anymore. a lot of people out there, Jen, that think when you retire, you don't have to pay more uh-huh. income tax. It is A, Texas, B, Kentucky, C, Hawaii, or D, New Mexico. Which state offers an exemption from income taxes after you turn 100? Uh, you know, I don't really know. I know Texas has no income tax, so that's not That would be too issue. tricky. That would be mean yeah, of me be, to yeah. try to say that. Um, and, and I know the other three states all have income tax. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to flip a coin because I, I don't know the answer to this one at all. I'm going to say um, Hawaii. Hawaii would do that for their people. All right. Hawaii, he says. Oh. It's New Mexico. Man. Yeah, and this only started about 20 years ago, but people over age 100 who are not dependents of others are exempt from filing and paying New Mexico personal income taxes. So turn 100 
and New Mexico's um, got I your back. I wonder if there's anybody that, that is 100 in New Mexico. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, it sounds about the way they would develop these rules, right? That's oh right. man, let's do one more. Want to do a bonus round? Oh, it's kind of a fun bonus round. Whenever we talk about taxes, we always talk about paying Uncle Sam, right? American symbol Uncle Sam is allegedly based on a businessman Sam Wilson. Uh, is it B founding father Samuel Adams? Is it C General Sam Houston or D Sam I am from Green Eggs and Ham? <laughs> <laughs> Gave you an easy so, one too. So eliminate. we can throw that one out, right? We <laughs> it's throw not that one Sam out. I am. <laughs> um, you know, I, this this isn't on it's the old agents exam anywhere. I didn't have to study for this one. Probably anywhere, not. So I, I, I just don't know. Um, I, I would think maybe it would make sense to somebody that was, um, you know, in this in the service. Mm-hmm. And so General Sam Houston. I mean, that kind of makes sense to me. That yeah. Is, you know, Sam Adams, Adams, Samuel Adams, he's a beer guy, right? Yes, so craft be beer, founding yeah, father um, and craft beer. I have no idea who Sam Wilson was um, or is. So I'm going to go with G. I don't know why it says oh, G. Oh, yeah, I, I skipped it. It's C. C. It's C. Okay, uh-huh. C. Uh, I'm going to go with General Sam Houston because I think, well, he's in the service, so that yeah. makes sense. Well, that does make sense. And the, the city of Houston named after him and everything, but it's businessman. Sam Wilson. He Sam Wilson was a businessman during the War of 1812. He supplied barrels of beef to the army and they had a US stamp on them because it was government property and that led to this moniker, this nickname, oh, these came from Uncle Sam as a moniker for the United States. So So I got half of it right, you right? Got half because of I had right. Sam. That's right. You <laughs> you had the Sam part right. That's right. But a lot of fun talking about tax trivia today. And I've got one more little piece for you as we close out the show. Today's federal income tax rates, true or false, might be the lowest you'll see for the rest of your life. That is true. And because tax rates went down with the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, but those tax rates expire come 2026. There are proposals to increase taxes working their way through Congress. So at this point, it's not a matter of if, but when taxes will go up. And Philip, higher taxes might leave you with a fraction of the money you were counting on for your retirement. You know, you don't want to assume that you won't be impacted by Democrats' proposed tax increases because you're not a big corporation or you're not, quote, wealthy enough. I bet just about everyone listening has a few areas where they can become a little more tax efficient with their retirement money. Folks, listen, I want to help you understand the potential impact taxes can have on your retirement savings. I want to help you learn about ways to reduce or possibly eliminate taxes in retirement and help you create an income strategy so your retirement income lasts as long as you need it to last. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call me at 863-285-3815 and we can help you go over your retirement accounts and uncover what your possible tax liabilities are going to be in the future. And we'll talk about some of the strategies that can help you reduce your taxes down the road could mean tens of thousands of dollars back in your pocket to spend the way you want to instead of the way the government wants to. There's no cost. There's no obligation. Call me now at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. There is just a short window of opportunity to take action to keep taxes from taking too much of a bite out of your savings. It could mean tens of thousands of dollars back in your pocket over a lifetime. 863 285-3815 is that number. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. Call Philip Statler today to get started on your complimentary financial x-ray report. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Information provided during the Statler Financial Radio Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. All investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement.